the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Oh my. Last show of 2022. I loved this year of 2022 because of all the twos. You know I love me some twos. We went back on show 2022 and had some special stuff going on. Dan uh, uh, hijacked my show and uh, brought some guests on at the beginning of the year there for for uh, my birthday on 2-22-22. And um, it was uh, pretty amazing. We had a we had a good show or a good year this year, you know, and uh, a lot of fun things happened. But rather than doing a retrospective, we're going to just kind of talk and have a, a regular show. Pardon me while I, I'm rubbing my eye while I'm trying to talk. I got something in my eye and it's burning right now. And it's just uh, it's making my eye want to blink. But we'll we'll power through. We'll yes, soldier we on, as yes. they say, um, because we are. um Listening to a ding. Listen to a ding, yeah. Uh, Josh, who was one of our things, just just told me he talked to one of our guys uh, from uh, from inside, and and uh, that was kind of cool to hear that he was able to do that. But anyhow, I digress. We are here doing our show, the last show of 2022, and uh, I want to tell you right off the bat that I got us a word for the last show of 2022, right before New Year's. That's sort of, you know, thematic like I like to do. So this is your word of the week. If you can use it in sentences this week, give yourself 10 bonus points. You know what? Give yourself 22 bonus points because it's 2022. And the word is Royster. And Royster is uh, is to enjoy oneself or to celebrate in a noisy or boisterous way. Uh, like, you know, the, 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 the people were roistering at the New Year's Eve bash for Celebrate Recovery. Um, so to Royster is to celebrate very loudly. And that's what we like to do with our recovery. That's what we like to do with our show. And that's what we like to do well, that's what I like to do anytime I like to just cause a ruckus. So uh, there you go. 22 bonus points for the use of the word Royster. <coughs> Sorry, I had something in my throat there. Um, we are a, a show that's 100% listener supported and sponsored. So that means that you give us uh, all of the funding that we get comes from you. Uh, so if you would like to join the show and help us out financially, with Messed Up Ministries, you can send your tax-deductible donations to us by texting the word MUM to 760-WALLS-CA, and that will take you to our uh, online giving portal. You can also, if you prefer, like to, you know, to get a check or something like that, you like to do that, you can mail checks to the Messed Up Ministry building. We now have an address. It is 442 West Ridgecrest Boulevard, in Ridgecrest, California, 93555. And you can make those checks out to Messed Up Ministries. All of your uh, donations are tax deductible. So if you're looking for a nice year-end deduction, we are happy to be your recipient of that gift. If you want to be a sustaining member and continue to give us a uh, gift monthly, that really helps out with our budget so we can make plans for things. Uh, any of those can be done uh, through our online giving that away. You can also join us on Patreon if you prefer. You can go to messituppodcast.com, click on the Become a Patron button, and that'll take you to our Patreon platform as well. So 
we uh, we are very thankful for everybody who's been so faithful in giving <clears throat> through the years to us, and uh, we continue on that to, to count on that support from you guys. So thanks so much for that. Uh, Bev, we are here doing a show. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you that Bev is with me. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I always say the same thing. I you think by now I'd have some clever line to come up with, but I don't. No clever the, line. The, Paul's the clever one. Yes. Well, yes. I, I don't know if I'm going to go with that, but I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Uh, so thank you. Uh, but <clears throat> we are going to talk about celebrations. And it occurs to me that we had Christmas Eve. We had Christmas. And then uh, as we're recording this today is Boxing Day, the 26th of Christmas, the day after Christmas. And it occurs to me that sometimes... We, we put a lot of energy into the buildup on something. They've had Christmas decorations in the stores for months now, and we've got that going on, and, and they are gone. Today was the, um, you know, we were in the store, and they had the Valentine's decorations already, and we spent all this time building up towards a big event, planning it and hoping for it and and getting our excitement up and whipping people into a frenzy and then the event comes and it's gone uh christmas this year um we went to uh our daughter's house and opened some gifts and it was uh you know the boys are getting a little older and they are i guess harder to excite yeah maybe so I, yeah, I, I think about when we go to Hawaii, and um, I almost don't want the day to come when we get on the plane and start flying, because from that point on, on, I know now it's happening, so I can't be in those days of expectation or excitement. Well, it kind of can be in the air, but once we land, it's like, oh man, I really have to fight the urge to count the days until it's over, um, and thinking in front of me is going to be the flight back home that's hard yeah yeah, yeah. and, and it, it's over and it's and over. what does that do to your to your trip oh you can spoil it if yeah. i'm not careful and and change my attitude to the point where i don't enjoy day by day i'll miss the whole you know idea of why am i there to begin with yeah. i'm missing the joy yeah. of today yes. because of the yes the sorrow of tomorrow yes yeah and and that's so easy to do and we look at you know, the holidays and they come, you know, it feels like it just takes forever to get there and then they're here and then they're gone. And, and, uh, you know, I think about the, you know, like we've said so many times and I, I'm, I probably sound like an old man with my fist out on my um, lawn, you know, you are, but, you, know, you are the, an old man. Well, I, <clears throat> we'll come back to that. Uh, <laughs> but they, you know, the, the idea that the kids don't care about the gifts as much. And I, I yesterday we were watching our grandson's open gifts and one of them got a big shoe box with some shoes in it and the boys love shoes and he opens it up and he goes oh yeah these are my vans and he literally not a figurative and I, I mean literal in the literal way this is actually what he did he took it and tossed the box over his shoulder and didn't even open it to look at the shoes it was just a, a, a conquering task of get the gifts open so I can have my stuff. Yeah, and I didn't hear any thank you 
from that. Yeah. yeah. The words thank you weren't there. The, the feeling of thank you wasn't there. There was no insinuation. There, was, there would not be enough in a pretrial hearing to bring the trial to court, uh, to the court because there was not enough evidence yeah. to suggest guilt oh, of I, thanks. I wonder how many times I've done that with God when he's given me a beautiful, amazing, maybe miraculous thing that I could never have dreamed of. And then I just say, oh, thanks, God, and keep on going. I don't really take the time to think, wow, this is something I've wanted for a long time or maybe didn't want, didn't know it was even available. Yeah. And God gave it to me as a gift, and then I just tossed it, you know. Yeah, today um, was was Boxing Day, and and. I was celebrating in a lot of different ways. And it's, it's interesting how God interrupts my soccer. <laughs> you heard the story about me watching my, my Arsenal game and being interrupted with the messed up, building, messed up ministries building that we now have the first time they talked to me about it. And uh, today was the return of the Premier League on Boxing Day after a six-week hiatus for the World Cup. And so I was super excited to see my team you know, how they would do. Would they come back and still be firing on all cylinders? Would they be, you know, riding higher? Would they, you know, have some stumbles? And so I was excited to be able to have the game and watch it. And I was, I was super excited because my daughter, Heather, has the day off because it's a holiday. You know, for her, she took the day off from work. And so she'd be able to watch live at the same time as me. And, and that's something that didn't happen very often because of, you know, football games going on in England happen in the early morning most of the time uh, in Hawaii. And so they don't wake up to see it. So so I don't get to watch at the same time. So I was really looking forward to it. And then I had a, a person ask, they, they approached me and said, this is a, a strange question, but are you able to do weddings and stuff? I said, well, as a matter of fact, I am now uh, because uh, I got licensed. And so they asked if I could do their wedding. And I said, okay, when is that? And they're like, well, Monday. And I was like, oh, <clears throat> interesting. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> what time? <laughs> and and they're like, well, two o'clock. And I was like, all right, well, my game starts at 12. I'm, su takes... I'm surprised you didn't interject. Um, do you think you could make it four o'clock in the afternoon? Well, I thought about it. <laughs> uh, but I just thought, well, you know what? God's calling and so I'm answering. And so I yes. I agreed to do their wedding, but but I talked in their wedding in, in the, the the message part of the the message of the wedding. I talked to them about Christmas Eve versus Boxing Day and how we don't typically find it difficult to get ourselves excited about Christmas Eve, about the big events. Those things naturally breed excitement and anticipation and thrills. But then after the event comes, it's, you know, just, you know, the custodial staff putting away chairs and, yes. and cleaning up cake. And the majority of life is after the event. Yes, it is. You know, um, Christmas happens one day a year. And we don't really start building up for it, you know, until, well, Halloween now. Uh, you know, people laugh at me because 
my birthday is February 22nd and on February 23rd, I'm telling people, hey. Oh my gosh. It's, you know, only, you know, 364 more days. That is true, folks. Until and my if you, birthday. In fact, if you go back and listen at old podcasts, I bet you'll hear that on the podcast. Oh, and everybody, yeah. it's 300 whatever days till my birthday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But, but for most things, it's, most days are just days. Yeah. You know, I get excited when I'm watching TV and they mention a date and it's my birthday or a family member's birthday. But I know they have to mention dates and, you know, most of us aren't having a birthday that day. The vast majority of the world, it's not their birthday today, but there's a good, you know, number of people that it is their birthday. I always laugh when we saw James Taylor one time and somebody passed him up a note and said, it's my birthday. And we were at the Hollywood Bowl, so there's like 17,000 people. He's like, wow. What are the odds? And I'm like, oh, that's true. There's <laughs> only 365 days in a year. So there's, yeah, there's a good chance there's a lot of people having a birthday today uh, at this show. So, you know, that's that's just how life works. But we weren't as excited for the birthday as they were. You know, I, I think, too, um, some of this has to do with people's personalities and the way they tick. I mean, if I compared you and I, Every single minute of every single day is celebration for you. Every I'm, second. I'm thinking about earlier tonight where I was just acting a complete fool. Oh my gosh. And you're just trying to stay out of my way and just realizing, you know, the tornado will go through. Yes. If you have not seen Paul Pippen dance, you probably haven't seen a good time, you know. But but anyway, you know, I, it just comes easy for you. I know Faith is like that too. Faith was on last, last week a couple of times. Um but for somebody like me, not that I'm a Debbie Downer, not that I'm depressed all the time or discouraged all the time, but there's a melancholy side of me, and I feel it tugging at me even more now that I've, I've grown older, um, where I spend a lot of time in the past and wishing the days in front of me were the days behind me. And and I, I, I don't understand that. I don't know where it comes from. I fight it nearly every day of my life, and I have to have to really work hard to get my brain turned around in the right direction, um, and I have to really work for my joy. It, it's it doesn't come as naturally and easily for some people like yeah. me. So celebration is sometimes hard. Well, and um, yeah, and and the maintaining of it can be difficult too, and. We'll talk about that, but I'm, I'm looking at the clock and I'm thinking I want to I want to jump in here on our song of the week. Uh, but before I do, I want to touch on something about you saying that I was old and I found some wisdom on the internet today, and the internet never lies. And it said that you know if you think you're old, you can tell when you fall down. If people laugh, you're still young. If people come running at you, you're old. So um, with that, I want to throw it to our song of the week, which is by a favorite artist of mine, Stephen Curtis Chapman. And the song of the week this week is uh, one from him called Don't Lose Hope, Don't Lose Heart. So here you go, Stephen Curtis Chapman, 90 seconds of Don't Lose Heart. To be true. Don't lose heart, don't you dare let go.
temporary We're gonna turn the glory beyond compare So don't lose heart, don't you dare let go Well, if you know me, you know I love me some Stephen Curtis Chapman. So that was uh, that was fun to have that going on. Uh, Bev, what what stood out to you in this new one? I love Stephen Curtis Chapman too, and I know we've been to see him, a, you know, several times. And I love the um, oh, just the upbeat lyrics and the meter of his songs. It just makes you feel like tapping your foot. Mm-hmm. And he so seems so personal, like he's just talking right to my heart. Um, I have an unusual place that I pulled out of the song, and I, I don't even know if it's in the 90-second clip or not, but it says, take my hand and I'll show all the scars from where I've been. Remind you how we both know this story ends. I know you'll do the same for me. And um, Maybe nobody else thought this, but my first thought on this was that that could either be the person singing the song or that could be Jesus talking to us. Both of us would have the same conversation. Like we could be saying, Jesus, take my hand and I I could show you the scars from where I've been. I could tell you all about that and tell you that we both know how the story ends, meaning talking honestly with Jesus about what's going on in your life. And then it could also be Jesus's words reassuring you um, that he will show us all of his scars and remind us that he not only knows his story, but is the writer of the story. Mm-hmm. I just thought those were really encouraging words. Yeah, and for me, it, it, it's a good reminder that I'm not alone. I'm not going through this by myself, that I do go through it with a family of friends. And I go through it with Christ. I go through it with God. But I also go through it with you, with my kids, with mm-hmm. my you know forever family, that we're not hopelessly helplessly alone that we've got people to go through things with us and that i don't have to try to make it on my own Mm -hmm. i don't have to give up because there's someone there who's going through it with me who's gone through it before me and who's cheering for me to make it through Mm -hmm. and it doesn't always feel that way but it is that way yes i think we've had several podcasts where we've kind of hit on this topic um there's a couple lines here in the middle of the song that say these afflictions that are only temporary are going to turn to glory beyond compare mm-hmm. and uh, my mind goes back to times when things were great when life was just going wonderfully for me and i just feel like it couldn't get any better at this moment and that's when i feel like the afflictions were temporary but when i'm walking through them the afflictions seem like forever yeah. And sometimes they really can get discouraging. But I'm I'm trying to call out, you know, our enemy on that and say, you know what? You're not going to fool me with this. This is not forever. You know, I'm, I'm not. God knows the story and uh, he's going to bring it for good, turn yeah. it around for good. So 
Yeah. yeah. And and in order to celebrate, like we were talking about before the break, we need to 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 maintain it, to be able to roister all night long and all into the next day, we need to be able to hold on mm-hmm. and and not lose heart mm-hmm. and maintain and the easiest way to maintain is to have someone you know to 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 look that person in the eye and just be able to make the connection at the, at the beginning of the show today <laughs> bev was making a note and i was like just looking at her head and i'm like i, I felt lost and then as soon as i saw her eyes i was like okay now i can talk i can i feel okay about things and how they're going and i'm not stammering and saying um 50,000 times <laughs> because i got my person there i've got my 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 partner it's not a safety net it's just it's my partner it's my person who's who's cheering for me and i know that those people are out there cheering for me sometimes i don't hear it yes sometimes i let the world drown it out sometimes i let boxing day take over for christmas eve and don't keep my emotions my feelings my passion my energy focused on those good things i just let it become mundane mm-hmm. sometimes you said something a minute ago you, you let those people cheer for you sometimes i think i don't cheer for me i don't mm-hmm. you, you asked me the other day mm-hmm. you know uh what's what's something good you've learned about your life and i was like um um you know and this is after a long uh, conversation about things that I see wrong in my life and um, sometimes I, I think maybe I sabotage my life that way um, this is going to be a real stretch and I didn't ask you permission for this before I did it you but... know what hey uh, <laughs> we're rolling so the... mess it up baby okay well that, it may turn out like that um, so please keep listening to the end because I'm sure we'll redeem ourselves or not um, but when you told me the topic for tonight's discussion or today's discussion, um, I'm recording at night. <laughs> yes. I was thinking about, um, my mind jumped to this, this particular 2022 Christmas season and we had Christmas Eve and then we had Christmas day and then we had new year's, we have new year's coming up. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking, how does this relate to the topic of celebrating or, you know, struggling you know uh being let down or feeling that let down for something exciting and so i jotted down here christmas eve for me is full of you know expectations anticipating you know wondering what's going to be happening the next day um having an idea of how things will go so you know certain expectations i'm, I'm laying that foundation of what i think is going to happen and i always always go for the hallmark christmas card Hmm. you know i'm still always wishing for that maybe one that pops up or something so you see this beautiful church scene and the snow is coming down and people riding by on a sleigh and there's a fireplace in the you know in in the in the homes that send you smoke up through the chimney and that kind of stuff and so that christmas eve that's what it looks like for me a lot Mm -hmm. of expectation christmas day for me is a day to be thankful and enjoy my family and friends, but often disappointment sets in toward the evening, later in the afternoon, because it maybe didn't meet that expectation. And um, maybe there was 
a little bit of chaos with family members or awkwardness or the pink elephant in the middle of the room that nobody talks about. Um, but then New Year's Day, I feel like that is the day when after I find, find a way to surrender all that expectation, lay it back down, realize I'm not in charge, and then I can't change the way things turn out. And New Year's Day becomes a day uh, to start over, um, to be healthier, to make more positive choices, to evaluate where I've been and start over again. And so it, it kind of goes along with what we're talking about here. Yeah. And I was just thinking as you were talking about that, you know, I made a comment that we went to the store today and here it is the day after Christmas and Christmas was gone off the shelves. Yes. It was Valentine's Day. So we're looking at... Today's December 26th, so February 14th, you know, almost two months, six six yes. good weeks <laughs> away, and they've got it ready. But it occurs to me that, you know, these stores, it, it gets very popular to accuse retailers of stealing the soul of Christmas or whatever. But in some ways, they're trying to keep our hope alive. They're trying to keep us focused on the next good thing rather than let us slip into the mundane, the monotony, the day after day. Um, but I tell you, you know, when I think about that, I, I love an event. I do. I, yeah, I, you do. I really <laughs> love an event. But I also just love spending each day with you as my best friend. Oh, thank you. And to be able to have those things, uh, to get a call from a grandkid, just because yes. I mean, today... I'm sitting at Starbucks and my youngest grandchild, Ezra, uh, was, uh, mom was trying to get him to eat and he was hungry, but he was cranky, so he wasn't eating. So mom's idea was get Ezra on the phone with Papa, doing a little FaceTime. Papa <laughs> will do his little thing, distract Ezra, and she'll start putting food in his mouth and he'll just start chewing and then realize, and so it happened. We, we primed the pump and boy, chowed down. <laughs> then after he's done eating, he does what he does, which is grab the phone. He's a year and a half. He grabs the phone and goes toddling around and he's walking around and I can just see his little face smiling and he's going around and he, he goes over to the trampoline that they got, a little one of these little inside you know trampolines with a handlebar, like an exercise trampoline. And he's jumping on it and he puts the phone down and shows me him jumping and everything. And then after a while, we get cut off and, then I get a text from my son-in-law with a picture of Ezra. And he says, Ezra wanted to talk to Papa more. And Ezra's taking the phone. He's tapping on the phone. And he's saying, Papa, Papa. <laughs> and, you know, he didn't care that today was the day after Christmas. Right. And I didn't care that it was the day after Christmas. I just got so tickled that he just wanted to talk to his Papa and, and so I called him back and he was so thrilled when he answered the phone. He said, Papa! And, you know, those events, those happenings, those things, they're out there just sure. waiting to happen. Yeah, they are. Day after day after day after day after day. Ezra will be hungry every day. You know, he could call me every day to get tricked into eating. Uh, our other daughter in Hawaii calls us with a picture of, of our second youngest, Camden. And he got a new, like, push 
like wagon but like bicycle thing you know so he can get ready to ride a bicycle he's wearing a helmet and he's just beaming just happy looking around and just these things that happen all the time yeah and neither of my daughters called someone else they called me yeah and let me have some joy and some smiles and got to celebrate but you know life is going to have its christmas eves and its boxing days we can't roister every day no we sure can't and um it is really a wonderful thing that we can hold on to the father's hand um and he can i mean in psalms it talks over and over about how god reaches down and pulls us out of the mire um and that we can trust him to do that that when it's up to our neck and we just are going down he'll find a way to rescue us yeah and you know our our girls both of them today uh that called me i i was noticing that they both have this wonderful talent of just stopping and having awe at what their boys yeah. are having awe at yes and heather was walking she had a purpose she was going to get the mail and uh, all of a sudden, I sounded like Joe Biden. Gotta go get, go get the mail. Um, <laughs> come on. Uh, he, but Camden saw something and said so they stopped, and she just let him stop. And I thought to myself, I probably would have kept on going. Hey, come on, buddy, we gotta go get the mail. We gotta do this. Gotta do this. But she just like, you know what? He sees these decorations across the street, and he just wants to sit here. So we'll just sit here. Yeah. We we won't do anything. You know, the interstates between the cities. A lot of people find it boring. I love the between stuff. I love seeing it and finding the joy in that. That's that's a fun thing if I let it be fun. Yes. Finding the joy in those little moments, those little offhand moments. Um, it's, it's, it's where we get to catch our breath. It's where we get to recharge. It's where we get to get ready for some more roistering. It's, you know, those are, are good times. Yeah, I think one of the ways that um, helps me to be able to stay in a celebration mode is talking to someone. In this case, this morning, it was my dad um, who calls me every day. He's mm-hmm. 95. And just just the fact that we could connect, you know, just knowing that, that I have friends and family that I can talk to and um spend time with rather than isolate is is a wonderful thing for me it's yes. so much better for me uh and i remember a long time ago hearing if you feel discouraged or you're not having a good day think about somebody who is in need and do something for them do something and i found that that's one of the best ways to get me out of that is to lend a hand to someone or offer someone help. Um, so, and it is a choice. It is choice. Being celebratory or being discouraged and staying there. And there is nothing wrong with being in a place of discouragement and sad, sad, sadness and heartache. Mm-hmm. It is okay. Life will happen like that. Um, but to kind of realize that someday that will be behind you so that you don't have to give up just like the song said it's worth the 
it's worth the battle. Yeah. Yeah. And the battle belongs to him. Yeah. Yes, it does. We Amen to that. fight that battle. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Bev, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. 2023 coming up. Also, I would be remiss if I didn't say that today. And if you're listening to this day on show day, it's December 27th. I want you to go out to uh, Instagram or Facebook and look up Paxton Pantry and wish that lady a happy birthday. Uh, Today is her birthday. She won't tell you how old it is. So since she won't tell me, I'm just going to assume that today she turns 50. And uh, I'm just putting that out there. So wish her a happy 50th birthday oh, dear. from the Bowtie Guy. Oh, and, dear. Um, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Do, you, do these people, do they want to become Faith Paxson's friend? Because if they accuse her of being 50, they may sever that relationship. She might be closer to 48. But I don't know. I mean, she, she, she'll never really tell. Uh, but um, Our phone is going to be ringing off the wall for the I next week and a half. Yeah. And know this. I love you dearly, Sister Faith. Um, So uh, anyhow, happy birthday to Faith. Um, And all of you folks, I hope that your New Year is blessed. If you're in Ridgecrest and you're looking for a safe place to be, we have our annual New Year's Eve bash at Celebrate Recovery, which is at RCA Church. It starts at 6 o'clock. We're going to have live music from two bands. Uh, One of them is a band called Seeing Ravens. The other one is a band called Mercy. It's crowded in here. And then after we have those bands play, we'll do sober karaoke. Like I like to say, it's all of the anxiety with none of the liquid courage. Uh, so come and join us if you're in Ridgecrest. If not, find somewhere safe to be wherever you are. Keep yourself safe and away from trouble, away from those temptations. Know that if problems are happening, if you're having uh, some difficult time, reach out to someone. If you've got no one that you feel like you can reach out to, you want to just talk to a stranger, my number is 760-608-1942. I'll take that call. Don't want you to be struggling. I hope that your year ends well, and I hope that it begins well as well. Yes. Don't lose hope, and we will see you next time we mess it up. Happy New Year. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up Podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.